going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamers Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 11. The 111. Already at 11. Can't believe that shit. That's insane. How are we feeling? I'm I'm amped, man. I'm ready. It's ready for week four. Ready for this birds game tomorrow. I just headbanged myself in my car for 20 minutes listening to Phil Collins. And I'm I'm ready. Let's go. Oh my god. Are you wearing a Foles jersey? That I am. Washington. That I am. Because there was Markel Foltz news today. When the hell did that happen last time? When was that? I don't know. I don't know how many times someone so early in their career could be already at this many chapters in their career. Like every other thing he does, it's like it's the next chapter. <laughs> like like the KD meme where every time he yeah. something happens, my yeah. next chapter. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as AB, but it's like the next thing. It's like we need two 30 for 30s. We need the AB 30 for 30, and then we need the Markel Fultz 30 for 30. Everything he does, it's next chapter. Next chapter. Next. It's like his third year or fourth year maybe. I don't follow him on Snapchat, but I've only heard terrible things. And I don't know about you, but I've watched that video. His shot looks exactly the same. And they're like, oh, Fultz, come back here. He's not shooting, Look out with for him. not shooting with people on him, not shooting where it's a crowded area, not in a game situation with a crowd watching him. And I, I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's all going to hit his head when he gets to the court. I I hope he plays well, except for the fact that we traded him for jack shit and we he, just couldn't keep him because of his contract. But He's not going to play well. I, I already know this. Just, I don't know. All right. Let me let – me, state something this was like i never did more research on a player but prior to a draft all of that can go out the window dude prior to markel fultz so like markel fultz was literally i watched every hype video every game highlight dude yeah i mean he was really good in college he looked amazing yeah but his game is so reliant on his jump shot like he has good moves but he's not the fastest player like he was just he had, he's 6'4". He would hit jump shots, and it made him a threat on the outside so that when he could he helped him get to the rim. If he if his jump shot... And the thing about his jump shot in college is that it was over his head. It's not over his head anymore. It's from the chest. I could block that shit. And honestly, like, I don't think it's... It, I still don't think his value is where, where it is. I don't like where his shot is. It doesn't even look like a quicker release, which I think was the point of changing his shot around. I just don't know how long someone can have the yips. He's breaking the record every day that he has the yips. It's just a longer and longer record. Do you think he still has the yips? Yeah, dude. Are you kidding? He's like he just sucks. And you know what the one thing is is that they should have showed suck. him shooting a free throw. That's that's the real test. Can he shoot a free throw? He can't shoot at all. He he plays so like scared. I don't know. I I'm just so over I'm I'm happy we don't have it him just, anymore, but I mean I I'm mad that we didn't get a lot for him because I don't even think Jonathan Simmons is on the team. Anymore. He's not on the team. He's a free agent. I saw that shit today. And he didn't even play at all in the playoffs for us. I mean maybe like some garbage time minutes. Um, but I mean, hey, Fultz is he's out of our hair. His like his contract was a lot of money. That, too, see, so. that's the whole. That was the whole reason for the deal. Like people are gonna look back and be like, "Well, look what the Sixers got in return." If and if Fultz 
goes off. Really, it let us sign Al Horford and Tobias Harris because yeah. we gave up that money. And, and Simmons is locked up now. And now we have Simmons and, locked up. And Bede's locked up already. He's been locked up. So, yeah, I mean, I don't it, know. It's kind of like, if you look at it right now, would you rather have Josh Richardson, knowing what he is, or the potential for what you think Markel could be? I would take Josh Richardson at a quarter of his value over Fultz. Right, that's a that's a reach. Fultz is. The, I just can't wait for all the Magic fans to get hyped up because I, it's inevitable they're gonna hype themselves up. They're looking at these videos. They're like, "Well, dude, he still got potential, you know? Like he was the number one pick." Oh, dude. And yeah, he's gonna fucking go out there and play like shit. And he's not even gonna start. There's no way. I I think he's gonna start. Why Why wouldn't they start him? Because you know he, who their starting point guard is. No, I have no idea. That's the problem. Yeah, it's DJ Augustine. Oh, he's better than Fultz. And then they have Michael Carter Williams. He's even better than Fultz. Okay, yeah. Michael Carter Williams was like a G one rookie of the year. away from being out of the uh, NBA. He just smoked too much weed. Maybe if he's if he's off the weed now, Michael Carter Williams. Um, he used to be a, a, a triple double god too. Um. I don't know. I just, I just can't wait for the. It's just gonna keep growing the hype for Fultz in Orlando, and it's gonna be very satisfying. I think it's gonna be satisfying watching them get hype and then be like, "Damn, yeah, don't blame the Sixers." I like. I agree. I'm not gonna get uh, hyped up, but like, there's just this if. There's that yeah. one. Well, if. yeah. There's the if, but you look at him and he's like, "Yeah, th- this guy should be amazing." But like, but he sucks. Yeah, it's but, as simple as that. Yeah. So our to Philly's knowledge is that he sucks. It's a, it's the mental part about his game, not just like if you look at him physically, he should be he has the potential to be the best point guard in the NBA. Well, he did, and then because he he could shoot, he literally could shoot in college. Like he and he had he had confidence to shoot, but then he had, I like I don't. This is why this is what we need to know. We need to know. Did he try to change a shot? Did he get hurt? Did Sixers try to change a shot? My opinion is the Sixers tried to change the shot yeah. because they did the same shit with Zaire Smith. Yeah, they and they, it, and then it, there's some I think blame it returned, there for sure. But it hurt his shoulder. His shoulder was mysteriously hurt for like two years. It was the weirdest thing ever. He, you know what the like worst part about it was? Not only did his shot look like terrible but when his face when he's like taking those free throws he looks like he's just lost yeah it's i'm telling you it's all mental because like on top of the shooting and stuff like he could be the best defender at point guard too like he's got long arms he's six four he's athletic but he's just mentally not there at all like the the lights are on but no one's him i mean yeah if he figures it out I, i just this whole if if like he goes and plays really well Everyone's gonna sit there and say, "Well, why? Why do we get? Why do we give up on him? Why do we do that?" It's all like down the think, line. I don't know. Never yeah, forget. I mean, the he he like theoretically he was supposed to fit so well with us. If he starts playing better, or whatever, I I'm not gonna have regret about it because our team's still amazing, debatably the best team in the East. Now, I'm so. I'm happy where our team is right now. I have no complaints of where I love the moves that we made. I just feel so confident that I'm not going to regret it. Like, he's just, 
He's one of the biggest busts ever. Yeah. I was, just as a personal level, I was very invested in Mark I was Dalton. rooting for him, yeah. I mean, I was one of the people with you for a long time. I remember there's a lot of people that hopped off his bandwagon, like, so fast. And I was like, all right, like, hold up, like. But I don't know. It took me. It took me longer to kind of hop off it. Like no, I'm fuck I'm this guy. closer where you are. Trust yeah. me. It's just I I still hold that like if I'm telling you, there's this if if he goes out and plays well, it's gonna be a lot of shit coming back our way. <laughs> it's just I just yeah it, I I agree like, I agree with the if thing, but I just feel so confident it's not gonna happen. I want I want a thirty for thirty like right now. I just want to. There see, needs wanna, to be a whole documentary about how big of a bust he was not no i deep just dive know into what, his mindset. i want to know what happened in 2017 from summer league from the draft to i'm gonna say september october because if you watch him in summer league his shot was different but he was making shots that's why no one said shit his shot was lower and it was more out in front of him like the ball was in college, he it was a rise and shoot where he went above his head, which is a completely right. different form. Yeah, yeah, it's completely changed. So some like in between him and his college season, working out and then getting drafted by the Sixers, there was something different. You know what I think it is? I think he's a virgin, and that's why he just has that virgin mindset. That's know. where we're going with. We're going with he's a virgin, and we're not. That's. That's lock it in. I don't know. Put some thought into it. it makes sense. His mindset's all, all messed up. Do you want to know who's not a virgin? This yeah. Philly guy. Whoever the hell is catching babies and calling out Nelson Aguilar, he's like the biggest hero of Philadelphia. That guy, he's getting some action right now. No doubt about it. This guy is a instant Philly legend. He pretty much embodies everything that is great about Philadelphia. What, what's his name? Do we have a name for him yet? No, I know that John Clark um, interviewed him. I, I can look it up, what his name I, I guess it's kind of a necessity to learn what his name is because he's Because just, uh, otherwise we have to give him a name. I'm going to look up Philly catching baby guy. Well, I'm going to go with it's like, it's going to be like Barry or some shit. Oh, it's going to take a sec. No, no Barry. Oh, let's look at this TMZ report. But I, I just loved his attitude where it's like, um, he just had like a life or death situation where he, he's <laughs> catching babies, and that should be like kind of traumatizing. Like, damn, like I just saved some babies' lives. From, like people could have, di- people could have died here. And in the midst of all of that, he's <laughs> he, thinking about the Eagles losing. And I loved his interview with John Clark because it was like, oh wait. His name's Hakeem Laws. That's a name. <laughs> that is a name. <laughs> what? Hakeem Laws. That's it was so awesome. Like in the midst of all of that, that's what he's thinking of. And like, dude, that's that is like, that, he, that's a wide receiver's name, yeah. Hakeem Laws. He like answered John Clark's question about like why he was still thinking about that. He's like, because that was a horrible loss. Like I got. I that's all I'm gonna be thinking about the rest of the day. Like I was catching these babies, thinking like, like fuck the Eagles. Like that's what that was what was going on in his head. And I feel like every Philly fan could really that. And then it gets it doesn't even end there. Like he like he like took the like the Philly road again when Aguilar like and credit to Aguilar. This is like the 
like best approach he probably could have taken. And he was just like he was just like like whatever, like fine. Uh, but here I want you to come to the game. Like I appreciate yeah, what he, you did. Yeah. He took the really like he did the, the right road, thing. Yeah. And then but then Hakeem, I want I'm calling him Barry. Barry, his response was uh you can you can, I'm not going to any game. I just want I want to go to the Super Bowl. Did he really say that? He I said he that. said that there's only one. I'm not going to any of your free games. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't yeah. <laughs> I'll take the free ticket to the Super Bowl. That's fucking awesome. I didn't even see that. No, yeah, he like Dude, he he literally said in like the interviews, like I'm not dropping these babies. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like that's exactly what everyone from Philly thinks. Like that's such a Philly response. I fucking love it. What a guy. Um, but yeah, credit credit to Nelson Aguilar. It's so easy to rip on him. Um, I, I told you, I did not. He he's this is the biggest love and love and hate relationship. Philadelphia. Uh, with the player in Philadelphia, I feel like. Because he has these plays where it's amazing, and it's like, I fucking love Nelson Aguilar, and then obviously the reverse is true, too. And then, like, after hating on him for so long, it feels bad when he has this response to this guy, because it's like, ah. Like, Nelson's actually, like, a pretty fucking cool dude. Like, compare him to Antonio Brown. No, yeah, no. Like, I, it's actually absurd. This is This is a class act. Yeah, Antonio it's such Brown's a an actual class. It's it's a damn shame. Like, can you imagine if AB Ed said this? Can you imagine if AB had Nelson Aguilar's attitude? I think it's impossible to have AB's hands in Nelson Aguilar's attitude. There's like a uh, yeah. property there where it's like the reason AB is like he is is because he, knows he has good. the hands. Yeah, Nelson has to act like this because he doesn't have the hands. Like the two can't both be true. You can't have Nelson's attitude in AB's hands, is what I'm getting at. Unfortunately, you mean, you mean what Ed was getting at? Because you said that was Ed's point. Yeah. Ed Ed called me for a trade this morning. Who starts off? Here we go with the trade. I, uh, I'm driving to work. I'm this. sipping my coffee. Let me go to work. Ed also just hit me up with a trade maybe five minutes before we started recording this podcast, but I don't want to disclose it because it's in the works. It's vetoed. It's gonna be a good trade. It's gonna be a good trade. I think I know what I want to do. Would Would Hakeem Barry Laws let it through? Probably, because he's a fucking legend. I don't even want to get into this shit because I I had the pot stirring today. Yeah, there was some stir in the chat with the fantasy trades. I I took about about like twenty minutes out of my day today just to just to respond to all your stupid Sammy Watkins. I'm not. Listening uh, I had to that I had it going. All right, enough of this. Let's go. Uh, let's get into my favorite segment on the podcast. The real reason I'm here. We're gonna do the on the deadlocks. Um, missed out on the picks last week. Had to take a day off. So, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give six picks this week. How many are you gonna hit on? There's no telling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm two and four right now. I think. Um. But like I said, that means that my wallet's hurting. But we're going to get into this fast. I have six picks. I don't want to drag it on too long. Um, I'm just going to go right down the line here. First one. We got – wait, do you know the lines for this week? Did you look at them? No, I haven't. Right. I don't. I, I told you okay. what my situation all right, is. All right, all right, all right. So we got the Raiders at the Colts. What do you think the line is for that? Colts minus five and a half? It's minus seven. Colts? Yeah. 
And what are you taking? I'm taking the Raiders plus seven. Wow! Are you? Are you? Sorry, I'm assuming you're just taking them the cover. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to win. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I like the Colts. The Colts, going the Colts lost first week, right? And then they they won the next two weeks by a combined score of like five total. Um, I don't really see them blowing anyone out. Uh, I think the Raiders are obviously in a must-win situation. Um, they they're always get Josh are. They're never, they're never not in a must-win situation. Well, yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to get wor- used more this week. Um, I mean, you know, I like the Colts more than you this year, but I just don't see them blowing teams out this year. Um, even if they, I mean, you don't want this, but even if they lose by a touchdown, it's still a push. So I like that it's like an even number, or not an even number, like not a half number. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Feel pretty good about that one. Um, anything to say about that? I don't hate it. I actually, I kind of agree with Colts. I don't think they blow teams out. Yeah, there's just a, there's just a team that they're going to play they're and they're going to probably they're, sneak away with the win. If they're up ten or fourteen or something like that, actually, they're going to run it a lot and then try to chew the clock out. Might get too conservative. Raiders I don't know are if start you know that. this, but they could be without their two top defensive players. Yeah, is Le- is Leonard? Leonard uh, didn't practice, and Malik Hooker didn't practice. Oh yeah, Malik Hooker too. Yeah, see, I see. So, yeah, there it but is. and Ty's banged up. So you're and looking, Ty. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm taking the Colts even to win the game at this point. I'm I'm waiting for the rest of the injuries to come out. But that's three big players for them. Is this the Lockie Lockerson? I might. Oh, if my phone wasn't recorded right now, I'd just put it in right now before the line moves. Because at any moment, because yeah, because any moment. Ty the Ty news could break. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Okay. Love that pick. Uh. Next pick we got Bills. Uh. At home versus the Pats. You know the line for that? I'm gonna say Pats. Uh. Minus three. It is Pats minus seven and a half. Oh, Bills cover. Yeah. Bills yeah, cover yeah. that. Bills no are gonna doubt. cover. Yeah. All right, so I actually was thinking during the day that I might want to stay away from this because I can also, I can also convince myself that the Pats are just fucking amazing and they're gonna route every team that they play. But then you think about who they've played. Yeah, but then, yeah, you think about the teams they played, and then you also think about the Pats are banged up right now on offense. Their defense is really good. I'm also thinking about taking this game, by the way, but I don't do that for these picks. No, nah, I, I would. I don't know what it's at, but yeah. if it's like, I'm assuming it's under, I'm going to say it's like probably like, it's 36, probably like 37 range. I wouldn't say it's over 40. If it's over 40, well, I'm No, taking. it's definitely over 40, dude. It's it's going to it's gonna be like 44, 45, yeah. I'm, I can, oh, I can't check right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't think a lot of touchdowns in that game. If that's a, if that's a shootout, the NFL is just rigged. Dude, um, I'm not even going to look up, fuck it. I'll. I, I know it's a, it's at least like 42, 43. Those, at the, these are two of the, the best, least. better defenses in the league. Yeah, but if you think about it, they could get pick sixes, stuff like that, like get into a good zone to score. But yeah, so I'm taking the Bills plus seven and a half. I was thinking about staying away from this game because the Pats can just blow anyone out. Um, Pats might not have Edelman. He's there. Is he not playing? He practiced, but like I they said, just, that's still risky to play in a full game situation. Yeah, they just lost Devlin, which means that they're not going to be using Michelle as much because Michelle actually thrives more when Devlin's in the game. I've done research on this. You don't have to look it up. Uh, they also lost their left tackle, right? Win or yeah, Isaiah Win. Yeah, so they're they're messed up on offense. They're going to play well on defense. It's going to be a close game. The Bills are hyped. The stadium's crazy. It's going to be close. Even if the Bills lose by a touchdown, you still cover. Okay, next game. We got the Bucks at the Rams. 
Uh, I'm assuming you're taking Rams, whatever it is. Well, do you want to guess what the line is? Rams minus nine. It's minus ten. Um, this might be a hot take. I think I'm going to take the Bucks plus ten. So this is what makes this risky. The Rams blew out the Saints at home. Um, but there's a reason to that. I mean, uh, Drew Brees got knocked out of the game. They had that bullshit call, so the, they kind of lost morale, and then they had to pick up the pieces on their offense mid-game. Um, so I can't really go much off that. That, w- that was definitely going to be closer if Brees stayed and that bullshit penalty didn't happen. Um, the Bucks, uh, they have that uh, – what's his, what's his guy? I just blanked on what his name is. That fucking D-end. Oh, Barrett. Yeah, yeah, Shaq Barrett. This dude is insane. Um, he gets pressure on pretty much every play, like literally like 50% of the plays. Um, Goff and Gurley, I'm going to say it now, have not looked very good this year. Gurley does not look the same. The Bucks, well, the Bucks rush the defense has looked pretty good this year. No, yeah, I agree. Um, like actually very good, like top five fantasy-wise. I mean, it matter, like that matters different in fantasy than actual football. But um, So the... The Rams really aren't going to run that much. I Golf is going to have to have a really good game to cover this 10-point spread. Um, I think they're going to use Ronald Jones a lot. Evans just went off last week. So that means like he's back in the swing of things. Yeah, Evans, Godwin. I just like it, – it's a lot of points to give against an NFL team that's like pretty legit. Um, but then again, Winston could throw like 10 picks. So I – can't say I hate it. I think the Rams are – I think golf's going to have a good week. I wouldn't say he's going to have a monster week, but he's good enough where he's going to open up the field because he has all of his weapons right now. Yeah, I'm going to it's – a, it's a risky pick there's because probably, golf, if golf – if golf plays well, it's not – they're going to cover. There's probably going to be a Malcolm Brown goal line touchdown. And yeah. I actually really like Cooper Cup in this game. So I'm saying the Rams are going to win. Ten points is a lot. It's just I'm I'm betting the points more. Yeah, uh, two. I mean, like if the Bucks if the Bucks lose by nine, they still cover. I like I agree. They have a good run defense, and then but it, it's just Aaron Donald is going. He's going to force at least a turnover. It's pretty. Jameis. Yeah, no, I agree. But the it's pretty much I'm betting on Goff not figuring it out passing yet this week. If he if he figures it out this week, then you, then it's probably a lost bet. But I'm still gonna take the points. All right, we got three more. That was the first three. We got the Redskins at the Giants. Redskins at the Giants. Giants minus two and a half. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's actually Giants minus three. So that's pretty much. So they're saying that the Giants and the Skins, if they play on a neutral field, would be a pick'em. Um, I'm taking the skins plus three. Watch out for teams that just got embarrassed the week before. Watch out for that shit. Keenum's gonna come out on fire. He didn't They're practice gonna... today. That's fine. I don't care. Keenum, I think he's gonna play really well. The Giants' defense is not really that good. Um, they don't have Saquon now, so the skins can game, game plan around that. Um. The skins still have a really good like I don't hate their offense. Like I really don't. McLaurin they, they looked bad. They looked bad last week because of the Bears. And that's because that's the, they're the Bears. Like whatever. Um I'm just I, I, I like three points. 
Um, I could see the Skins winning this game. It's kind of a must-win game for Jay, Jay Gruden. A lot of people are saying his job's on the line right now. If you can't beat the Giants, what, yeah. what can you beat? Yeah, I mean, if he if he loses to the Giants, you might as well – yeah. I mean, I that's kind of like even like an upset alert. Like, I actually think the Skins might win that game. Um, all right, next one, Chiefs at Lions. I actually think that this is probably not as high as what we would think. I'm going to go it's like – Chiefs minus seven. It's minus six and a half. I think it might be minus seven on some websites. Um, Chiefs have covered against the spread every game. I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, I I think the Lions are kind of like they're undefeated right now technically because they have a law uh, a tie. Could be three and zero. This that could have been a three and zero team. If they they're didn't definitely blow that lead to Arizona. They're definitely playing better than expected. But it's the Chiefs. Um, is Darius Slay even playing? It looks like he pulled his. Uh, yeah, I did not see that, um, but he might be banged up. Uh, the Chiefs are just—I mean, they can route literally any team in the NFL. I'll take, I'll take, I'll swallow. I don't think anyone's talking about uh, that. This game could be an absolute shootout. Yeah, I, I'd like this. If I'm paying a game to go like 34, 35 points on each side, it's this yeah. game because the Mahomes in a dome. That, yeah, yeah, Mahomes in a dome, and also with the Chiefs, like they'll get out to a big lead and then just play so conservative and like let teams get back in the game. Um, that's kind of like their game plan. They just like unload in the second quarter and then kind of ride out the rest of the game. So I, I agree. Yeah, that over looks probably pretty good there too. Um, yeah, I'm taking the, I'm taking the Chiefs minus six and a half. And then last one, Seahawks at Cardinals. I'm gonna go Seahawks minus three and a half. Seahawks minus five. Ooh. I'm taking Seahawks minus five. Um I don't I, know about that. I'm actually I kinda like the Cardinals in that game. I don't know. They still don't have their cornerbacks. Um I don't know how many I think I that that's another game. You know what? This is like two years ago. This is the worst game on television. Yeah, it's it's Russell Wilson versus Air Parent, like his like his, it's the next Russell Wilson kind yeah. of. So it's an interesting game to watch. Um, but the thing about Arizona is that their offense really is like they play pretty good, and Seattle's not the best against the pass. And yeah, I don't like. I don't know. They, they I kind of like Arizona to at least give them, give me a good game. I think they're kind of pissed off that they like they kind of got embarrassed last week against the Saints. I mean, they got they got back into the game, but they were down like twenty seven to seven at one point, which is kind of embarrassing. Um, yeah, I mean, five's kind of a lot to give up. I don't feel great about this pick. I wouldn't. I mean, it is the deadlock section or uh, segment, but I don't know. I I do I do think that they could cover minus five. So that's that. Um, real quick, CP's picks are Cowboys minus two and a half at Saints, no one Chiefs cares. minus six and a half at Lions, and I can't believe he's doing this, but he's taking Falcons minus four at home against the Titans. I just don't really feel confident betting the Falcons anymore, but All yeah, right. there it is. It is time for cash out or blackout. I did not blackout last weekend. I don't plan on it this weekend, but if I do, it'll be something nice. All right. If you listened last weekend, my no one picks were Daniel Jones, Tony Pollard. What else did I say? I don't even remember. Was it? Uh, oh, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. 
Except for if you, I whiffed on Vance. I whiffed on Vance McDonald. Whiff. But now, let's get into it. QBs. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. It's hard to choose. I don't know. I haven't paid up for Mahomes yet. I think I took him in one lineup so far. But I just said this a couple minutes ago. Mahomes in a shootout in a dome. I, I'm loving it. He hasn't scored under 25. Safe. And I think we can find some cheaper options down the road that might be able to let this happen. Watson, I think that he's going to be low-owned this week. I really do. I think that people are kind of giving respect to Carolina's defense. And I don't think I'm buying it. I don't know. I don't like their corners that much. Dante Jackson's good, but he's going up against Hopkins. Lamar, good. I think he's going to have a good running week. All right, here are my two. Oh, I'm going to give you my two and then uh, the no one. Russell Wilson, Arizona defense sucks. They're not I healthy. Like, I'll agree. I like Wilson a lot this week. I, and I think that game's going to have some scoring in it. And then Daniel Jones, first New York home game. No Saquon, obviously, so they're going to be throwing the ball. Jacob said he likes the Redskins, and Keenum's going to have a day. McLaurin's going to have a day. Daniel Jones, I think I think he looked really good. you got to take him. I'm starting him over Tom Brady this week. And then my no one pick, sticking with the shootout, Matt Stafford, sixty nine hundred. If you're going cheap, why not Matt Stafford? He's got his weapons. I think that, like I said, this game's gonna have a lot of scoring in it. Do you think he's gonna throw a lot of touchdowns though? He's not really known for that anymore. I don't. Well, he had what three week one, so he had a twenty five pointer in week one. Did he really? Yeah. I thought he. Had, I thought he said two like every. No, he's he's hard to predict, but when he does. It, it's it's a huge payout. All right, running backs. He has not been on my favorites this year, but guess what? He's going against the Dolphins. Austin Eckler. Oh, my God. This is not the same game as the Cowboys. I am not saying take Justin Jackson because this is not the same game. I like Austin Eckler. He's like the first guy I'm putting in my lineup. I think the Dolphins obviously can't stop the run, but... I don't think this is a more of a blowout type ordeal. I actually think this might be a little closer than people think. And I think that the I think that the Rivers is gonna use Eckler a lot. Especially with the Melvin Gordon news coming out. This might be a showcase to see if Eckler's got a lot more value than what they're putting on. Real quick on that, um, do you think that Justin Jackson will end up being used a lot though at the end of the game? I think if you're if it's a blowout. So let me clarify something. Last week I said take Tony Pollard because you have Zeke, and I didn't think Zeke was going to go off as far as much as people think. I said that because Zeke is the highest paid running back in the league. The Cowboys are playing for the playoffs this year. They're not playing for a regular season, and yeah. that's it. I think that their idea was they were going to try to preserve Zeke. I don't think the Chargers are that on the Cowboys level. I don't think that the Chargers are going to have a great display on the road. And I just, I'm I'm trying to, I think Rosen's going to do a better job of managing the game. So I think that this is going to be where I think they're going to have to use Eckler more. And he's also the pass catcher, so I like that too. So I'm not taking Justin Jackson. Next, Marlon Mack. He's finally off the goddamn injury report. 7,300 against Oakland. Love it. I like that, too. Carry on. 6,500. There's going to be a lot of scoring this game, so I'm going to carry on. He 
they give the the Chiefs give up yards to running backs. So this is like at home if he gets that fifty yard touchdown run, that's all you need. And then I'm bringing him back in. He's my big. He's gonna be my big riser to some stardom this year. And it's Leonard Fournette. He's got great matchups coming up. I think this is a decent one for him. At Denver, I really I think the teams are gonna have to start respecting Minshew a little more. And running backs have done pretty well against the Broncos this year. I think Aaron Jones had two touchdowns last week, and uh, Josh Jacobs week one went off. So I think that you got you got like Fournette here. How much is he this week? Sixty four hundred. Um, yeah, I would definitely take him. Another thing to think about is, um, I mean, it's always a factor. Is at mile high. Um, Minshew's not gonna be able to pass that that well. Like, I mean, he's still a rookie. And. Fournette is catching like four, at least four catches a game. Yeah, he is. So I like, I like he's still that getting PPR points. Yeah. All right, so no one picks. This is hard. This week is kind of hard. There's not really anyone that's standing out to me. Uh, the first one I put in is Chris Thompson. Uh, I I like Chris Thompson. He's doing really well out of the backfield with catching the ball, and I think they're starting to give him a, a little more touches than AP. AP. I don't know. It just he he does. I literally watched him run full speed and jump stop at the offensive line the other day against the Bears, and that's just not how you should play as a running back. I like Chris Thompson way more. Good value at fifty three hundred. Good matchup. I think he's a great play. And he doesn't hit his kids. Yes, that too. I'm gonna add one more. Jacob already said him. I don't hate his matchup. He's very unpredictable, especially with Tampa Bay. Ronald Jones, 5,100. I think that he's just a no-one pick because I don't know how many people are actually going to take him because they don't know what he's going to do. But it's a good matchup against the Rams. I agree. Um, he's. I think he's. his floor is like rising because I think he's going to get like at least 70 yards rushing. That's or what I'm like saying. total. So if he can get a touchdown or two, if he can sneak that in there. That's he, a good value. If he's had two, I think he's had two solid weeks where if he had a touchdown in it, he would have been in like the top fifteen play of a week, top ten, top fifteen. All right, wide receivers. I have not said him yet. I've always said I'm not spending for him. I think it's finally time. I think this is DeAndre Hopkins' week at home against Carolina. I really don't think they're going to be able to match up to him. He hasn't. He had his big week one burst. Two quiet weeks. I kind of like him at home where he's going to have a chance to break out. I think it's a good – I think if you spend up for Hopkins, that's smart. Also, I can't see the Panthers getting too much pressure yeah. in that game. So, uh, Watson might have – might only take three sacks this game instead of six. Yeah. Two guys that are sitting there that people are probably looking at. I'm not – I'm like I said, I'm taking Hopkins, so I'm not going to probably take Julio. But people are probably going to look at Keenan Allen and take him a lot this week because he's going against Miami. And he just I, went off last week. Yeah, so. I'm not. I've never really known Keenan Allen to be a star, studded player on the road. And also, like I said, he's got Xavier Howard. Like they, Amari Cooper had a good week, right? But Philip Rivers is one of those QBs that he doesn't always perform to the perfect standard. Like he, yeah, just, he's very he's sometimes unpredictable. unpredictable. So that's why I said I'm taking Eckler a lot. I'm not actually taking Keenan Allen. I, I. I don't think it's – like, if you want to take him, that's what you have money for, go ahead. And then Odell, he's been good against Baltimore in the past. It's just – it's hard to really like a player against Baltimore. It really is. I There are two guys in the middle that, like, I'm like, okay, like, I, I could take him, but I'm not – that's not where I'm putting my money. Let's watch go down. out – sorry. So watch out, though, 
for a stick it to them game from the Browns though the Ravens. I was thinking about taking them plus seven. So I mean I mean Odell would have to be a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, kind of a hot take there. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Let's go down <laughs> a little more. Cooper Cup seven thousand. He's he's lighting it up right now. He's the cheapest of the three Rams receivers, which is insane because he's the best of the three Rams receivers. And against Tampa Bay, like I said, this is a golf game. They're, Tampa Bay is able to stop the run, but Daniel Jones had four touchdowns total last week. So yeah. Cooper Cup, and he's been solid. I think I like Cooper Cup. Next, this might be the play of the week. It's Tyler Lockett. Uh, Tyler Lockett got like 15 targets last week, and he had he's had two monster games this year. He's getting all the targets. And Arizona can't stop the pass right now. That frankly, they can't stop anything. So Tyler Lockett might might have a really good game here. Dude, Wilson's gonna cut up that defense. A little farther down, McLaurin. Oh my god, dude, he's a stud. This guy. There was 11 receivers drafted in front of Terry McLaurin. Yeah. And now I'm starting to believe that Ohio State just breeds receivers because. Yeah. He's a stud. He and really is good. Against the Giants, I told you last week, they were not going to stop Mike Evans, and I don't think they're going to stop Terry McLaurin. I think McLaurin might have a monster. This might be like his 140-yard game with probably a touchdown or two. And they're targeting him a lot. Keenum likes him. Hollywood, 5,700. Brown's secondary's banged up. Hollywood's good. He's getting a lot of targets. He... I think Lamar just missed him on a big touchdown last week. Like Hollywood first price is a potential twenty-five point receiver. Yeah, he's got that ceiling, like a really high ceiling. So yeah, those are the people you gotta take. Alright, I'm gonna give three no one picks because I kinda like all three, but it might have to depend on what you're paying for. My favorite of the three is Preston Williams, fifty two hundred. This guy's gotten eight to nine points every week. He had 12 targets last week against Dallas. He almost had a touchdown. And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it like he, he's going to have a decent week this week. I just think that – I don't think the Chargers D is going to challenge him that much. I think that he, he could probably have a really solid week. I think he's an up-and-coming receiver. Uh, Darius Slayton, 4,800. He's a deep ball guy. Redskins have not been able to stop the deep ball. Like I said, this is your 4,800 guy, and he catches a 50-yard touchdown. That's all you need. Then Paul Richardson, a return to the no-one list. He had nine nine targets last week and a touchdown. He's been solid. I don't understand why he's so cheap. You're really liking this Giants-Redskins game. Yeah, I know. Look at his look at yeah, his look at his games. So, like I said, I think my favorite is Preston Williams. But if you don't have enough for him, two cheaper guys are Slayton and Paul Richardson. Nice. All right, tight ends. I'm spending money here because I, I, there's th- these three guys. Like, I'm trusting Darren Waller. Darren Waller has been my favorite up and comer all season. I said it in the first podcast, and I continue to say it. He's going to be in the top five tight ends. Darren Waller, with no possible Darius Leonard or Malik Hooker, he had 13 catches last week. He's an animal. Then you got Evan Ingram. I was gonna say, yeah. Um, That's a, I'm, I'm like I'm liking this game. I think this Evan game, Ingram might end the season as the number one tight end. He's the fa- he's the fastest too, yeah. because he has those plays where it's if he has enough space, like he's the yard after yards after catch type guy. So all right, two more going cheaper. 
Will Disley, 5,400. Credit to Justin, J-Rob, Pete. I did not look up that the Arizona Cardinals have not stopped the tight end yet. Hawkinson, week one. Olsen, week three. And week two, they played Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah. All three tight ends have had 20-plus points. And Seattle just traded away their backup tight end. And Will Disley's had two solid weeks. 5400 that's a great That's price. a fucking take right there. Yeah, I'm giving that all credit to Justin. I like that pick. Um, They have not stopped the tight end yet. But do you take both Lockett and Disley in line? I, uh, personally, I'm, I'm locking in on Lockett. Okay. Lockett is my Locky Lockettson. How about Lockettson. that? All right. It's a diss to Disley. And then with Lockettson, there's Hawkinson against Kansas City. I told you, shootout games. I like it. Hawkinson, I like him. That's a good matchup against Kansas City. He almost caught a touchdown last week. His price is really dropping, which means that I just have this hunch he's going to have another good week where he just goes up. See if I can guess your no one pick. Do you have a no one pick for the tight end? That was my no one pick. Uh, I should have said that. Yeah, I'm not. People are going to probably be like, "Oh, dude, what about Dawson Knox?" Yeah. Hmm. No. no, no, I don't like him either against the Patriots. Um, question, what What do you think, real quick, what are you thinking about O.J. Howard? People took him before, like, Ingram. Yeah, I know. Before, I, like, I did. I did. I already did that, and I already yeah. have Waller. Thank God I have Waller to replace him because I knew Waller was going to be good. Yeah, that's good. But I, I wasted my, yeah. like, fourth, fifth-round pick on him. I think it was fifth. Yeah, Hopefully sucks. fifth, not fourth. That would be bad. <laughs> but... I don't know. It's hard to predict when he's going to have good games. He's starting to get more. He had a good, de- a decent week last week, but he's not getting touchdowns. I think the rent, they, they threw a wrench in there with having. Like, I don't think people thought that Cameron Breit was still going to be like a big part of the offense. Yeah. All right, defense. Defense. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Uh, I I was saying the under for this game, so I'm saying Patriots D. They have not. I don't think they've given up a touchdown yet. So uh, the Jets had a touchdown. They well, no. They had I don't think the inter- Patriots have given up a touchdown. Yeah. No. The well. The the no. Jets the Jets had, Jets had defensive. Six. Were they both defensive? A special teams and a, and oh, a pick really? six. Oh. They have not had given up an offensive touchdown. Oh. So, but well, what about your boy Josh Allen? Stephon Gilmore revenge game. And Gilmore has been arguably probably the best corner in the league so far. Yeah, he really is. So um, So is Josh Allen just going to fucking lay an egg? Like, I'm talking zero points. No. Josh Allen's better than that. I told you. They need to get him. They need to get him. I hate AB right now, but they need to get him AB because he's playing so well. Cole Beasley. I want to take Bears Zeke just because of Kirk Cousins and they're on the road. And But it's with the Dalvin factor right now, I'm like nervous. I don't like Dalvin as much, but I like the, I trust the Jags D this week more than the Bears just because it's Flacco instead of the – I think the Vikings offense just has more weapons. Then you got Texans D. I like Texans. But my play of the week, I'm going with the Rams against Tampa Bay. I know you said Tampa Bay's covering that 10 points. Aaron Donald's been a freak of freaking nature. 
He looked insane. Last and Jameis week. is the guy that turns the ball over. Yeah, he had way at too at good of a week. Three hundred. There's there's a lot of upside there. I mean, anytime you play Winston, he can just throw four or five picks. So you ready for the steamer? No one pick. Already, uh, okay. I think I already said this. My steamer, no one. Buffalo Bills D at home against New England. They are banged up. Like he said, they lost their left tackle, Isaiah Wynn. They lost James Devlin. And Edelman, if he doesn't play, what's Brady going to do? I mean, like he might not throw a pick, but there's got to be like either a fumble or some sacks in there. And maybe even special teams. They, they, I don't know. Bills D at home. That this is, a, this is a 3-0, 3-0 game. So this is a huge game. I think Bills D's going to be fired up. I think they're going to play well. Also, the Titans, I don't hate it. Matt Ryan's turning the ball over a lot right now. They are at home. The Falcons are at home now. I know, but the Titans' D is solid. Um, it is a good defense. And their corners are really well, like playing really well. I think they're just going to focus on Julio. This might be the Calvin Ridley game, honestly. I, like, I didn't say him earlier. He hasn't had his monster, monster week yet, but he's coming off a dud. So this might be the Calvin Ridley week. Surprised you didn't say the Ravens at home against. I have, the I did take them, but I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous about that game. I keep thinking that Odell might sneak in a decent game in there. Yeah, that's and, what uh, I'm thinking too. And Bra- like Baker, they need to win. So the Browns are, they need to win that game. Yeah. I, I can see it being close. So yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, the QB. I'm trying to pay up for QB Eckler, and then going down about a. 2,000 in the 6,000 range, looking at carry on Fournette, potential Chris Thompson, like Hopkins, Cup, McLaurin, and then I like one of those cheap guys in Preston Williams or uh, Darius Slayton or Richardson, loving Waller and Ingram, Disley, potential Hawkinson, Rams D, potential Bills D, and if I have the money, I'm taking the Pats. All right, hot week last week. Yeah. Is it gonna ride? Heat check. We're riding. We're riding. I'm the big week's coming soon. We're having hot weeks, but not the big week. Yet. Are you throwing down a forty four boy this week? Nah, twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, real quick. Are we gonna do a little bit of uh predictions for this Thursday night football game? I'm feeling way better about it. Now that I know Alshon's playing, he's healthy. Alshon back is huge. Um like I said in last episode, I think we p- need pressure on Rodgers. That's going to be the key. I think we're, we're pissed. definitely pissed. Um, I was actually th- like, I don't like betting against or for the Eagles. Like I just stay away from it. I don't think I'll ever have a lock on that. But I was thinking about Eagles plus four. This is such a must-win game. Um, yeah. I mean, the key, the key again, pressure on Rodgers. If we can get sacks on him, we're going to win this game because our offense is fine. I think our offense is fine. It's just the drop passes. Wentz is playing great. He's got. Out. I. I'm. We're like, gonna stop the run. Yeah. If if we don't get pressure on Rodgers, he's gonna light us up. Devontae Adams, Scanling, like. So yeah, that's my takeaway. I, I like think it. we win though. I like it. Let's let's go, birds, baby. I'm ready. I want it to be Thursday. I want to go into the weekend with the win from the birds. Now I'm gonna take my picks. I'm gonna stack them, and I'm gonna win some money. I like the sounds of that. I I do like the sound. I mean, it's gonna suck if we lose going into the weekend. That would just, and it's gonna be so great if we win going into the weekend. So I'm really fucking nervous for this game. Either way, I'm down in a shit ton of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. 
Follow us on Steamers Pod at Twitter and Instagram. Check us out. This was Season 1, Episode 11. Let's go, Birds. Beat the Packers. Enjoy Week 4.